0: I suppose we should get going. All right, everybody, stay right where you are. Get the hell out of here! No, you stay here. You gotta get going. So go. I'm sorry you came. Time now for stay. Nobody got a gun to your head. Or go. I'll be back. Let's go. LeaseBusters will get you out of your car lease today. It's as easy as pie. A piece of cake. Avoid penalties and early termination fees. Visit LeaseBusters. Dot com. I'm Mike DiStefano. Jonas Siegel of The Athletic is in here with me. Julia sherry out on the World Juniors beat for, uh, well, I guess until it's over. She should be back in the next week and a half, two weeks or so. Uh, but the Maple Leafs suffered a loss last night, another one to the Arizona Coyotes. 6-3 was the final. And as we do after every game, Jonas, we go through some of the things we want to see stay going forward from Toronto and some of the things we want to see go uh, in their game. So I'll let you start. To what's something that you want to see stay and continue forward with this team?
1: I'm going to go with... The number two power play unit, which got two goals last night. They had two goals previous to that the entire season. And granted, I know you pointed this out earlier in the week, and it's a good point. They don't play very much. They get kind of like the little, what is it called, the crumbs at the end of a power play for the most part. But at some point, like you need your, your second power play unit to threaten a little bit and give you a little bit of something. And before last night, the only guys on PP2 with goals were Kerfoot and Engvall. Obviously, Pontus Holmberg gets a goal. Kelly Yarncroft gets a goal. If they can get just a little something out of that second unit, that's going to help. I still think they they still need to work things out, obviously, with their top unit. I would expect at some point that Riley will rejoin that group. Yeah. But a second power play unit that can actually threaten is something for them I think they would like to keep.
0: Well, it's almost like having defensemen on your power play worked. And we saw that happen last night on the second unit. And, and one of my stays is just, you know, Connor Timmins revenge mode. Yeah, uh, he was maybe the best Maple Leaf on the ice at, at for most part last night. Ended up with two points on the power play there. Uh two very nice actually primary points. And I think if he could bring that same energy into Colorado, another little revenge game that he could have uh you know tomorrow night potentially. But you know, you just look at the game overall, the team high, eighty nine percent expected goals uh in all situations for him last night, and uh, he was on the ice for nine scoring chances, only allowed two, didn't allow a single high danger chance at all throughout uh, the the sixteen plus minutes that he played last night. So I, I thought that Connor Timmins is really sh- like, basically he's he's making Sheldon Keith think long and hard about who is going to take out of the lineup, and he's making a case that he doesn't deserve to be the one that comes out when Sandim returns. I don't know if that's going to be the case, but I mean. He's also providing offense for this team. He's got eight points in just ten games since coming into the lineup for Toronto. That's more than he had scored previously in his entire career um, with Colorado and Arizona. So, you know, Connor Timmins, he can keep up this level of production and this level of play, uh, especially going into another, you know, revenge game narrative tomorrow in Colorado. That can certainly stay. Uh, what's something you want to see go from the
1: game? I'm trying to read my writing. I think I had the penalty kill, two oh, goals yeah. against for the Arizona power play. Oh, for now, two. Well, and I, I mean their their penalty kill's been pretty good for a bit here, so I'm not going to ding it too harshly. I mean the goaltending of late is starting to slip a little bit. I mean I think that that Moser goal came after the power play expired. No, it was that, one second left on the. Power oh, was play. it one second left? Yeah. Okay, well, so that counts. That's a goal that probably needs to be stopped. Um, and they've been getting really good goaltending, so at some point that was going to taper off a little bit.
0: Yeah, for me, it's just overall the Arizona Demons. I mean, they got a new building, but it's the same problem. They they were swept in the season series uh, now, obviously, with two regulation losses. One in October, one now. You look back to last year, swept in that series. And we brought up the stat earlier. Since the 05 lockout, 18-4-2, the Coyotes uh, have that record against the Toronto Maple Leafs. they picked up 38 of a possible 48 points. Uh, Toronto just picking up 10 of a possible 48 points. So uh, that's something that I would love to, to see change and go going forward if they play the next time they play the Arizona uh, Coyotes. But mainly, the thing that, and I'm not concerned about this. I asked CJ about it. But giving up a third-period lead for a second straight game and almost a third-straight game if you go back to the Philly just ahead of the, ahead of the Christmas break. But Sheldon Keefe also pointed this out last night when he was talking about it. Can we grab this clip, Luca? I believe we have it. It's, it's Sheldon Keefe last night on uh, giving up the lead for a third period in a second-straight game. We're, that's two games in a row now. We've driven up a lead, a lead in the third period. So, and uh, you can't hang on to the past. You know, they come out of the break here now, and it's two games on the road. We've been in control of, and and uh, got away on us for different reasons. Again, we take a careless penalty in the third period. You know, we have it all but killed. Fail, fail, uh, fail to get it out, uh, and then it's in our net. Little details like that were just a little off. A little off on that execution there, a little off on our execution on the high end chances that we did have. Uh, and that's, you know, that's the difference in the game. I also, what can go, because this was persistent in the pregame as well, it sounds like there's an airport right beside wherever they were recording that uh, that that audio. Cause it, was, it sounded legitimately like an airplane was going over Sheldon Keefe's head uh, while he was given that little interview post-game. Um, yeah, that was also kind of weird. Do you want
1: to add, like, some flashlights for the ice just so you can see a little bit better?
0: That would be nice, some flashlights, some actual NHL-quality lighting, you know? the, the That was, yeah, the, the, the whole situation in Arizona is... I don't know how long Gary Bettman is going to try and keep hockey in Arizona, but at some point, if it's just not working... You got to change it up, no? Like you got to do something here.
1: They're playing in like a, a college arena. If it's not working now, I don't know, man. But I did want to add because you mentioned the Arizona thing. I'm tempted to say like like who cares? Like they're, they're, it doesn't really matter too, in the scheme of things. Like, but you look at the division. It's like, well, those points like kind of matter. Like Boston's, I believe, nine points up now with a game in hand. So, like, you you just don't get any points in two games against Arizona. Like, that's the kind of stuff, like, even look back to last year, they lose the division by seven, eight points to Florida. They didn't have great success, obviously, against Arizona, I believe, last year either. So, like, those are the little things that kind of ding you in terms of trying to win your division.
0: Yeah, the last two years, they've picked up uh, just one of a possible eight points against the Arizona Coyotes. It's just... Yeah, not great. It's not great. It's not great. Uh, On the other side, Jonas, we'll kind of look more of a broader view.